Police are seeking the assistance of the general public in locating Rihanna Stanislaus, a 13-year-old student of Rosemount St. Patrick. Stanislaus voluntarily left her home and has failed to return. She's about 5 feet 4 inches in height and dark brown in complexion. Anyone seen Rihanna Stanislaus or has any information about her whereabouts is asked to contact the Satyrs Police Station at 442-9224, Community Relations Department at 405-5324, Police Emergency at 911, Police Hotline at 444-1958, or the nearest police station, Office of Commissioner of Police. This $5,000 stimulus check idea is a disaster waiting to happen. This isn't the first time people have been asked to sell out their social security. Tens of millions of people are out of work and desperately awaiting any financial help they can get. With the full impact of the coronavirus pandemic still not yet known, lawmakers have already offered most Americans $1,200 stimulus checks to help them make ends meet. Many believe that won't come close to meeting the needs of most Americans. However, and that has legislators looking for solutions to get more money out to those hit the hardest by the outbreak. Several several proposals for additional stimulus payments are making their way around Washington, varying from one-time payments to ongoing financial support over the next few months or even as long as a year. Yet one of the newest stimulus checks proposals would force Americans to accept a trade-off and is one that one that those who watch the ongoing Social Security debate on Capitol Hill have seen before in different contexts. By inviting desperate Americans to give up Social Security benefits down the road, the proposal will only trade current financial pain for future challenges. Making a trade? The proposal from policymakers at the Hoover Institute and American Enterprise Institute is a departure from most of the stimulus packages that we've seen before. The key difference is that rather than simply make a stimulus payment to Americans without asking anything in return, this proposal, this proposal would have the government extend loans that it would expect Americans to pay back. Here's how the stimulus loans would work. The government would agree to make a payment in a certain amount with the authors of the proposal suggesting $5,000 as a possible size. In exchange, borrowers would agree to give up the first few months of their monthly social security checks once they became eligible. In the interim, borrowers would pay nominal interest rates of 1% to 1.5%. The money for the loans would come from the social security trust funds with the idea that the interest charge would replace the income that the trust fund's investments would otherwise have produced. That would eliminate the need for further deficit spending to make additional stimulus payments, which the policymakers would prefer to avoid. Another attempt to divert retirement income. Unfortunately, this isn't the first time that the federal government has considered proposals that would force Americans to choose between their immediate needs and their long-term financial futures. Back in 2017, in response to the student loan crisis, one proposal would have allowed student loan borrowers to have a portion of their loan debt forgiven if they agreed to delay taking their Social Security benefits without getting the usual bump in their monthly monthly social security checks. 
that they'd otherwise be entitled to receive. Another proposal would would have allowed those seeking family leave benefits to agree to a similar trade-off, again with upfront money coming at the price of some initial Social Security checks. Proponents of these proposals have noted that they're voluntary and so no one's being forced into them. If the deal isn't attractive, then you can simply decline. Yet opponents note that the impact of all of these proposals is to reduce the amount of money that people receive in retirement at a time when most Americans are already facing a significant shortfall in the amount of savings they'd need to be financially secure after the end of their working careers. No real choice. Given the severity of the coronavirus, it's disingenuous to claim that Americans can make truly voluntary decisions about their finances. Millions of people would grasp at a $5,000 lifeline no matter what the future consequences might be, simply because they need the money now. That could lead to a real financial disaster for those people when they retire. Nevertheless, the stimulus payment proposal to take an early loan from Social Security reflects the growing disagreement among lawmakers about the best way to proceed. Now that the federal government has spent trillions of dollars in support of the economy, we're likely to see more ideas like this that seek alternative funding sources that don't require further deficit spending, at least not right now. The $16,728 Social Security bonus most retirees completely overlook. If you're like most Americans, you're a few few years or more behind on your retirement savings, but a handful of this little-known Social Security secrets could help ensure a boost in your retirement income. For example, one easy trick could pay you as much as $16,728 more each year. Once you learn how to maximize your Social Security benefits, we think you could retire confidently with the peace of mind we're all after. Now, now what I'm saying is, I know for most people, they're impatient, so they probably would just take the five grand and they wouldn't think like, you know, when they retire, Uh, Unless they can somehow work it to save up money in the future to offset this. But I I see it as being a bad decision. And and if you think about it, five grand for what you're giving up in retirement, you may not. I mean, you may end up with a disability where you're not able to work. So it, it may it may be something where like you can't make up that extra money that you need. Period. And that's that's crazy that there's people in the government that are are trying to lure people, so to speak, to say, oh, here's five grand, but we're going to take your Social Security benefits for a month or three months just to offset that once you retire. Bad idea, period, especially when I'm going I'm to just call all these companies out right now. The Amazons, the Walmarts, all these companies that have offshore accounts that are avoiding taxes, all those taxes that you are avoiding, if they were paid, make no mistake about it, those companies would have enough money to help out the American people. And so, so would the government if they start truly taxing these really big businesses, what they should be taxing them and not giving them 
kickbacks because they invest in some politician or put money behind a, a bill or something. You know what I mean? Like all that needs to stop because everybody is supposed to pay their fair share. Period. And it, it's sad that people are are going to have to be faced with, you know what, let me take this $5,000 and give up my social security for a few months because I'm unsure of what what life is going to be like for the next couple of months for me. What are your thoughts? Okay, Uber is thinking about buying Grubhub, which would be a great move for them. I mean, they already have Uber Eats, and if they bought out Grubhub, they would actually extend their reach as far as the delivery uh, domain is concerned. And also, you know, with what happened with this crisis and less people taking Ubers and stuff, them acquiring Grubhub would sure that they would make sure that they offset a lot of losses that they that they had to um, withstand with the the COVID nineteen crisis and just in general because Uber hasn't been profitable yet and and they were getting pretty close I, I believe that if Uber and Lyft, if the COVID-19 didn't happen, both of them would have been profitable profitable by the end of this year. Um, unfortunately, everything happens for a reason, but Uber keeps smartening up. They did Uber Eats. Now they're going for Grubhub. I don't know if Lyft is going to follow something similar. I know I got an email from Lyft and they were talking about making deliveries, um, medical deliveries and other stuff like that but lyft is going to have to do something if it wants to stay in the game period so if they don't get in on doing food deliveries or something there may not be a lift four or five years from now just food for thought what are your thoughts on it you can send a message and let me know what you think about it. Snoop Dogg explains why he should be the one who faces Jay-Z in a versus battle. Snoop Dogg believes that if he's going to take on anyone in a versus battle, it would have to be Jay-Z. While discussing possible opponents with Fat Joe on Instagram on Saturday, Snoop zeroed in on Jay because his domination of New York is comparable to Snoop's success in Los Angeles. Biggie passed away and then Nas had it for a minute, Snoop said, and then Jay-Z took it and ran with it for a numerous amount of years. And then 50 Cent came and ran with it for a numerous amount of years. This is me looking in from the outside, looking at New York rap. So to me, it's either Snoop or Jay-Z because he's been the king of New York around the time I was the king of the West, said Snoop Dogg. Now, if you've been paying attention, these versus battles, they're they're drawing a whole lot of attention and they're helping remind us of how great a lot of these artists are and still are great. And I would just say a J versus Snoop battle. 
I believe Snoop has him beat in in classic records. Know what I mean? Like the nothing but a G thing. Snoop has him beat in classic records. I mean, just the classic records from Doggy Style, I think, beats Jay out. But later on, Jay had the hits like Run This Town and Empire State of Empire State of Mind. So, you know, it would be very close as, as far as a battle. Some people may not realize how close it would be just because uh, one rapper has more like G-Funk influence. But Snoop has bangers like hit records. I think Snoop has them beat as far as like the hit records that really get people going. It would just be a very interesting thing to to see them go at it. And it would be great for hip hop. I mean, so many people would pay attention to it if they did this period. Hopefully it happens. I know the Nelly and Ludacris is going to happen within the next week, which should be a a pretty um, evenly matched one because both of them have a good amount of hit records. They both do. So um, that's my opinion on it. I I mean, I'm from Long Beach, so of course I'm going to say Snoop would win, even though I'm, I'm more of a fan of Jay-Z, but got to go with the home team, LBC. They said I wasn't good enough They said I wouldn't make it And since I wouldn't fake it To reach my greatness I was patiently waiting Patiently waiting Patiently waiting Waiting for my time My time My time Waiting for my time My time My time Got a taste of that limelight. It's kind of addicting. Last year you left me on red. Now you want the main position. I was patiently waiting. Patiently waiting. Patiently waiting. Uh, waiting for my time. My time. My time. Waiting for my time. My time. My time. Uh, hello all doubters, counting me out, my flow was silencer, I don't miss my target, the dopest artist on the market, any beat, I'ma spark it, any beef, better chill, I'm colder than Paul Wall's grill, no need for debating, your top five, I'ma change it, wasn't a sucker to be famous, so now records, I'm breaking, I was patiently waiting, patiently waiting, patiently waiting, Waiting for my time, my time, my time. Waiting for my time, my time, my time. Uh, I was patiently waiting, patiently waiting, patiently waiting for my time, for my time.